Here we go, y'all. I won't deny it, I'm a Southsider. You don't wanna mess with me. Got the police looking for me. But I'm calm, cause I'm smoking that CBD set. I won't deny it, I'm a Southsider. You don't wanna mess with me. Got the police looking for me. But I'm chilling in the back of the VIP set. She won't deny it, she's a Northsider. You don't wanna mess with her. Got the police looking for her. But they can't do nothing to a Shamana Keeler said They won't deny it, they are Northsiders You don't wanna mess with them Got the police looking for them But they better be looking for a friend Cause we ain't playing no pretend We got the mothers and the daughters in the house I got your mothers there Chugga 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 The train is coming through Blue podcast bitches What the fuck you gonna do yeah! Tune in on a Sunday. It's my birthday. I feel reinvigorated, <laughs> goddammit. It's like being reborn. That's right. I'm on the right man. side of 40. Oh, lordy. Old, young, skinny, fat, trying to get cash rich, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. I love y'all. Um, here we are on my birthday. Sunday, June 26th. And uh, the message of the birthday is, you know... It's the people around you that make your life great. And to be able to do this on a Sunday morning, this is like an early birthday party, and I feel responsible. Yeah. <laughs> you are yeah. responsible. This is your day. This is your, yeah, this is your day. <laughs> we're laughing, we're partying, but we're drinking water. <laughs> Cheers. It's a, it's, this is some, where's my water? Cheers. This is some strong stuff here. <laughs> Cheers. Woo. Yeah, we know how to stay healthy, motherfuckers. Get on our level. But, uh, Hydration. That's <laughs> right. I mean, it is my birthday. I probably would have a drink if I wasn't on those supplements where I can't eat for another fucking two hours. Whatever. Whatever is good. Whatever is clever. Um, but, yeah, I know. Um, celebrating. Doing it early in the day. And then we don't have to worry about hangovers and all of that bullshit later. We're not drinking right now. Um, but, yeah. Um, blessed to be surrounded by good people. And, like, all the rest of it doesn't mean shit. Like... All the material possessions, like, your, your needs for, for me, like what I am comfortable with in life, what you know, what I what I count as my blessings are. I got a roof overhead, I got a warm bed, I got a you know cool house one in the summer, I got food on my plate, I got a beautiful wife who cooks for me like last night for my birthday, and um, you know I got my mom in the area nearby. Um, I got everything I need. I exercise. I got my weights. I got stuff set up for the podcast, but I don't want much more than that. I'm not into fancy things. I mean, yeah, one day I'll drive a real nice car, but, you know, for now, it's just, I just a car. I, I'm not really a material guy. I enjoy yeah, this. Yeah. Like, this is the most important thing to me. Yeah. So. As long as you have a key and four wheels, you're you're good. And it gets you to the same place at the same time. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> it yeah. serves the same purpose. That's right. Yeah, and, um, you know, I'm going to be leaving town soon. That's another thing I value for the 4th of July. I'll be, uh, I'll be going to Wisconsin, and... Like, I, I love the atmosphere. You know what? You don't remember what fresh air smells like till you leave the city. It's usually That's the true. changes. Well, Amber and I will come with. The changes in smell. We're just going to jump in. <laughs> oh, damn. This is going to be like, too. ride, ride. You want to go, too? Yeah. Okay, we're all going to Well, I don't have my children that we can. There you go. <laughs> just send me the address. <laughs> So the three of us will be driving up. I'll bring Augie Doggy with me and the aesthetically we do, we pretty dog. We do have dog. a couple of people coming up, so I don't know. I'll ask Sarah, like, if you like, 
think we got room for for a few more because there's five small bedroom on the upstairs floor. Perfect. We um, can share one, right? Like, there's one and a half. <laughs> We're not picky here. Yeah, is, it's a little rustic. This is a cabin. It just happens to have a lot it's, of small bedrooms in it. It's so funny that I'm. I just invited myself. <laughs> All of us. I'm like. I'm usually yeah. the more the merrier because it's so cool where we go. There's a a town nearby. And uh, they do a really good fireworks show every year. It's a half hour long. And you watch it on the baseball field. Like, you literally put down your friggin', you know, beach towel or your blanket. And you just fucking, just you're right there. You can lay on, on and the grass. The and just, when it's going in front of you, it's... it's That's awesome. It's it's so well done because yeah. it's a little bit in the distance. So it's like just watching, like, an HDTV right there. It's just friggin' right there in front of you. And it's, it's cool. And, like, before... It's such small town America. Before the fireworks start, like... A band will be playing until dusk, and they'll be playing like some pop songs or country music, and everybody's kind of fucking dancing. Just you know, they got the beers going at the ballpark, so you got a nice refreshing beer. And then when dusk hits, the band fucking plays their last song, or whatever, and they take a break for a little bit, and the fucking fireworks show goes on. And I can't remember; I think the band might play after the show's over, but there's only one bar in town, and we usually go there and turn that motherfucker out. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're buying drinks for everybody, like it's going out of style and shit. Buy the bar and fucking make everybody happy. All right, and play some we're good sold. Music. We're sold. We'll, we, yeah. we accept your invitation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that was easier than I thought. <laughs> Make them want to invite themselves. You never have to worry about yeah. whether they show up or not. They wanted to go. They wanted the invite. But yes, it's so nice. Like you, it's, a, it's a nice little road trip. So it's about six, six and a half hours, but you got to stop frequently. Be good to yourself. Like, you know, they talk about people in, the, in these jobs, these office jobs, like what I got. You sit so much that... Um, it's bad for your blood pressure, so they say you should be getting up at least once an hour, maybe every 45 minutes, hour and a half. So we stop, you know, we'll stop at a gas station and get back on the road and fucking go. But you get out, even in those areas, and the air is so fresh already, you're like, you notice that your brain notices the changes in the smells. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then when you get up to where our cabin is, it's like a, a, like a cedary, like piney scent in the air, and it's just so fresh. It's like sandy almost, because it's like sand country up there. And there's like, it's like the land of a thousand lakes as well. So not only is it like a sandy area, but there's like, you know, if you want to go fishing or go on a pontoon, the local people there, one of their like, you know, pastimes is shooting guns. Oh shit. Cause like, <laughs> we were up there. I don't want to walk into that. We were up there. It was like a party. There was like 10, 15 people there. And you know, they were, everybody had, you know, their fucking earmuffs on just like we do to, you know, keep yourself from going deaf with gunshots, whatever. But the, our neighbor's like, all right, you want to go on the pontoon or do you want to shoot guns? And I was like, pontoon, dude. I want to soak up some song, get some fresh air, be out on the lake. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm getting closer to being yeah. at one with nature. So is this place like an Airbnb? No. It's, got it's, a contact. It's a, family, it's a family vacation. You got to contact Brian Turney in order to get in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like you have to, I, I would never rent it. You have to subscribe to his podcast, and I'm pretty sure he's going to do a deal. Like, you know, he's going to pick somebody out. <laughs> He's like, I don't even, even want to talk about it. I noticed I didn't mention specific names of what we're talking about, but, but like what, what towns what, or whatever. I was just going to ask you what town. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'll tell you later. Okay. Uh, but, uh, it's really good, apparently. Yeah, but um, in any event. Um, it pays to be on the podcast. <laughs> Seriously. So we got the cabin. Like, that's the kind of experience that, that, that I like. You know, just uh, you got to recharge your batteries a little bit, and it's, it's like... It's really enjoyable. They do they do it right, and you get to be part of something smaller because, you know, I think the loss of community you get in a city like this, like yes. everybody's driving, like no, nah, it's get out of my way. You're just another person, somebody's way. You mm-hmm. don't know these people. Like in a small town, it's like 
people there's there's reason people leave their doors on that because there's only a few motherfuckers around you, everybody knows each other so if you get caught doing that shit you're in big trouble like you're an yeah. outcast within a tribe right yeah. whereas here it's just like you're another guy who gets away and they won't even let the police chase you yeah it's true whatever well driving downtown is just uncomfortable for me with your windows down, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're you're at a stoplight. Um, we were coming back from Indiana about three weeks ago. Yeah. A month ago maybe. And we're at a stoplight and we see these two kids talking with each other and they're all doing this and one has the ski mask thing on and and then they they split. One goes one way, the other goes like, Oh god, is something gonna be happening? Right. You're all paranoid because, you know, the crime rate is completely high. Yeah. You know that even if you call the cops, they can't do anything anymore. Like, it's like, hey, okay, well, it happened. Now you don't have a car. You had a car before. Yeah. You know, you're shitted out of And criminals know that, too. So, like, it's like the wild, wild west out there when you won't let somebody stop them from doing it, right? Right. And to me, like, it doesn't even really matter whether it's the police or, like, a private citizen. If there's, like, somebody who needs to be defended, like, as long as it gets done, you know before we even got on the air right now, we talked about a lot of different things, which I feel is probably a good way to get started, to get everybody's mental wheels turning and getting it flowing out. But I know we talked about school safety and all that too, so maybe we'll talk about uh, that uh, toward the end of the podcast. Mm -hmm. But um, the couple of things that we were gonna talk about, uh, the main topics of this is when things no longer serve you. And uh, we have a few different perspectives about that. And then maybe I'll add mine in at the end and sum it all up. And then we have support during pregnancy. So Amber um, is pregnant, <laughs> and so she'll be talking about that. And so we hope uh, she has many blessings going forward as you know, mom. And Thank you. you'll have a lot of the support network here too. Like the the bonds you just made. Like you already had mom, and then you have Tosa too. Like <laughs> she's the strong like for pregnancy and for your mental health and all that, oh, yeah. and your physical health. Like Thank you. <laughs> so speaking of which, Tilsa, tell people. What's in that bottle there? Oh, my famous Kukui spray. Um, so I birthed out of my healing. Um, as you guys know, or you may not know, women are great creators. We are um, goddesses. We um, create and give birth to every single life on this planet. And because of that, it's very important for us to align to our higher selves and healing. It begins with healing. So um, I went through a very difficult divorce four years ago. And when I started getting myself um, ready for everything, I had to start with my healing. And of course, I birthed Divine Yoni Goddess, LLC. Um, and these are a combination of like, obviously spirituality. I am a Reiki and shaman practitioner, um, but along with um, amazing crystals and I make this amazing kukui spray that everyone loves. <laughs> Love it. So it is. Yeah. <laughs> I bring that. So um, I. It does smell good. That's why I asked Tulsa to mention this on the air. And, and honestly, if you want some of this contact, Contact Tilsa, find her on social media. Where can they find you for social media? Um, I'm My name is Tilsa Demary Fernandez, um, but I also have um, two businesses, uh, well, several businesses, but Divine Yoni Goddess. Um, that's definitely where I birthed this beautiful idea. Um, and it literally stems from um, my, my pathing of being a spiritual woman and 
aligning to my higher self, which wasn't easy at all being a mom of seven, going through a really difficult divorce. And obviously when you're in a relationship with a narcissist, I mean, it takes a toll on you. Um, So I had to go, I had to glow through my journey and that's exactly what I did. So um, I do understand that many women go through this, but we don't talk about it Mm -hmm. at all. Um, Or how do we overcome that? without having intervention from like a doctor. You know, a lot of times doctors are so quick to prescribe Xanax or all these, um, what are they? Pharmaceutical drugs. Right, yeah. pharmaceutical yeah, drugs. And yep. SSRIs, right. whatever that means. I hear people right. talking S- about it all the time. I gotta look up what that actually means. Yeah, right. we can name every name, but it's, no, it's pharmaceutical right. medications, which and are bad. It's only putting a uh, Band-Aid on the problem. That's right. It's right. no healing. Um, so I decided um, to definitely uh, step into my healing, my divine powers. Um, and I took me like two years to kind of, actually it's an ongoing learning different healing modalities. And I kind of crafted my own to kind of help women overcome adversity, um, challenges of being a mom, challenges of just being a woman overall. So that's kind of, you know, where I birthed this. But it's not only for women, it's for everyone who's open to healing. Yes, it's I interesting love it. That smell, like literally, when I when I smell that scent, it's a very nice scent. It's a very clean scent, and like it makes me feel better. Like as soon Uplifting. as it hits my it's nostrils, yes. like, I feel calming. like uh, it's just like that's so fresh and so clean and so refreshing yeah. to, to breathe in. And mm-hmm. get, get rid of all the bad spirits. I want to be breathing in the good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I want good stuff. That's so I, all I'm all about. That's why I named it the Kukui Spray. The Kukui, obviously the boogeyman, right. uh, where we're not feeling at a higher vibrational frequency. We're attracting everything that's low. So these are definitely charged with new moon energy, full moon energy, crystals that enhance your mood, as well as like Florida water, violet water. And I'm well-versed in essential oils, and I feel like essential oils is the power tool that we can use to kind of switch up our mood quickly. Um, when using essential oils, it takes like two minutes for it to kind of hit you. Actually, instantly when you smell it, you feel that yes. uplift and energy. I'm going to ask her to spray it one or two more times during the course of the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this current wave. I'm going to slow down a little bit. I'm like a it, junkie. It's we almost... A, a Kakui spray fix. Like, I need... To refresh after a little while, we're gonna, it almost grounds your zen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know. Shot. So a shot of Kakui spray. <laughs> and every month, honestly, I'm guided to something a little bit different. So whether I'm switching it over for oranges or clove for abundance, so I have a little collection going on. The Kukui spray is honestly for your space, um, wherever you go. If you're not feeling, you know, grounded or you're feeling a little bit uneasy, it helps ground you and put you together yeah. and That's align to your doing. higher self and yeah. bam i always say meditate elevate and step into your motherfucking power <laughs> hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> no for sure for mm-hmm. sure um i gotta meditate a little bit it's been about a week i've been slacking on that but i have been exercising which is like they all kind of give me the same results or a very similar result they're just different kinds of good self-care now mm-hmm. i'm gonna turn up the volume a little bit okay so, I'm going to turn up the masculinity volume a little bit because <laughs> I have to balance out with you guys. We were joking around about that. That, um, you know, me being outnumbered, three females, it's my birthday. Like, there's a lot of estrogen in the room. <laughs> and fucking, I have to counteract that. So, I'm going to turn it up just a little bit on the machismo. You just need kidding. some more kukui? <laughs> Not right now. Not right now. In a little bit, in a little bit. Um, 
But uh, yeah, no, I was just kidding. This is going to be a nice conversation. <laughs> it's be nice and relaxing for whatever you're doing out there when you listen to this, whether you're at work, whether you're at home, whether you're cleaning, whether you're at the gym, just being a baddie for you to get your exercise. I'm That's right. This is, this is uh, we're going to keep it nice and chill and all that good stuff like that. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like laying down ground rules halfway through the show. I'm just kidding. Um, but we do have we have these topics, so I guess we'll jump into that. Yes. And um, one last time, too, remind us where we can get your kukui spray. To oh, you can uh, definitely go on to my website, divineyonigoddess.myshopify.com, um, or you could contact me direct, and I could send you a link. How do we contact you directly? Oh, you can, uh, my Facebook account. Okay. Messenger. And, <laughs> and is it? Um, my name, Tilsa Damari Fernandez. Okay, perfect. Damari Fernandez. We'll pin it. I'll tag you guys in just for the viewers. Yeah. Do you want All anybody right, that's to awesome. your Instagram too? Oh, yes. I do have Divine Yoni Goddess on Instagram, specifically just for my, <laughs> for my spirituality. I have several. You can go on my landing page. Tilsa Demary Fernandez, and you'll see like all of my other Instagram accounts. Awesome, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> and you have also divine wedding vows, so you yes. are an officiant for weddings, and you marry people very happily. Yes. Wow. So I hold the space for loving couples to come together. Not everyone that comes to me gets married by me because I don't feel like uh, marriage is a very sacred thing, and if you're not meant to be together, it's not something that I will sign off on the fuckery <laughs> I will send you guys to counseling for sure <laughs> well just so everybody knows um, we got some services in here we got some services in here yes get yeah your, get your get your healing right now yeah don't hesitate don't wait believe me I know one thing I wanted to mention too is self-care um and um I guess we'll talk about that in a little bit when things no longer serve you Kimmy um that's your topic. So, what what are your thoughts on that? What what about you're talking about when things no longer serve you in jobs and relationships? Uh, anything else? Um, yeah. So, when our relationship is no longer serving us, what what is it that you do? What is it? What does it mean? Um, what does it mean to have something not serve you anymore? And it's um, when you're in a relationship with someone, if you do not have that connection with that person anymore, if that person's not um, answering your questions, doesn't care about what's going on in your life, that person's not serving you anymore. Um, a relationship is 50-50. Um, it's same with a job. If you're at a job and you feel stagnant and you have no one to continue to learn from, because when we're at work, we want to continue learning. We want to um, climb up the corporate ladder and, and do our best. Mm -hmm. If you don't have that, that job is no longer serving you. Um, do we get into this rut of, oh my God, my job's no longer serving me. My relationship's no longer serving me. What do I do? Um, well, I can tell everyone they can come see me at Zen Boutique Life Coaching. <laughs> yes. She's the best. Yes. Shout out. And I love how you dropped it in there like a hammer. Hey, That's right. Drop Zen, the mic. Zen Boutique Life Coaching. Um, Kimmy will get you your life in order. Find out what your needs are so that you know if you're serving them. And um, assist you the whole way through the process and be there as an accountability partner. Yeah, because once you feel that in a relationship, you're no longer, um, that person's no longer serving you, I guess you can say. 
um, you start to question yourself. Right. There's a lot of self-doubt comes in. Um, you're second-guessing everything that you're doing. Um, you try um, so much more harder to figure out. Yes, to just trying harder and harder, and it's not happening. Um, it's time to become strong and say, you know what, this is relationships no longer serving me. I need to walk. I agree with you. Um, I always say, like, you have to pick your battles. Um, you have to pick your poison. Either you're going to stay in a shitty relationship and it be hard and you're also, like, degraded and you're right. emotionally just drained, or you're going to do it by yourself. It's still going to be hard, but at least you're going to be peace. Yes. Peaceful in the process. So pick your poison. They're both hard paths, but one's going to lead you to the highest version of yourself. And being a parent, being a new mom, or just parenting in general, like one thing you have to be as a mom is like self-care. Like you come first. Self-love. Self-love. And we're conditioned to believe that women are sacrificial lambs and you should give everything, you know, and put yourself on a back burner. But you're teaching your children really bad uh, modalities. That's right. You're teaching your sons to be abusive. You're teaching your daughters to learn how to take abuse. Mm -hmm. So when you finally realize, like, oh, shit, like, I'm essentially teaching my children. You know, I want you want the best for your children, but you're also teaching them firsthand experience to take shit. Yeah, exactly. So you don't want pick your poison. Learn how to pick it. That's right. (laughs) That's right. It's important to to love yourself and be strong. Um, there's a saying that you had said, Amber. Which one? Um, about being strong and walking away from a relationship. Uh, I said it to my ex, and I said it to my sister, um, and I told them, and I tell everyone, and I live by it, um, that it takes a very strong woman to tell herself enough is enough and to walk away. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I you agree. did it. Very. And we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Usually there, there's an, uh, another saying that goes like, um, when it happens once, it'll never happen again. So like this, you know, if you, you got to, when you flip it into a positive light, it's like, you've never, you might never have been through this, but this is, this is going to make you stronger because it's a very serious experience that you're going through and you're going to see, you know, how will people are now how they will change over time and how they support you and um so it's it's tough like to go through that for the first time because experience is usually the toughest teacher Mm -hmm. um in terms of how do you have to learn it with real life consequences but you have your mom there and you got Tulsa and you got me and you're welcome back anytime to come and chat with us we're just getting started you're very brave you're very brave and very strong teaching your baby your unborn baby boundaries Yes. Can you imagine? You're infusing yes. your baby love that. with that <laughs> love of self-love, caring for yourself mentally, physically, emotionally Yes. while you're pregnant. And you're not waiting to damage your children, basically, essentially. That's right. You know, I have to do a lot of, I have seven children. I have to do a lot of, uh, I had my children out of an unhealed version of myself, you know, to raise children and not it wasn't all toxic just not all toxic however 
my pregnancy, I could tell you that I detested being pregnant. I did not enjoy it because of all the toxicity around me. See, and that's why I chose earlier on. Perfect. I think, what, the first three months? Mm -hmm. Maybe two, three months of being pregnant, it was terrible because I was surrounded by so many toxic people. Um, a few, not really friends. There was maybe a couple that were like, what are you doing? Um, but mostly family, and um, which sucks even more because it's family. Um, and I chose to push those people away um, and enjoy this experience for myself. Mm -hmm. um, and the more people, the more toxic people that I pushed out, this whole pregnancy, this experience became more enjoyable. I laugh more, I smile more, I'm happier. Um, the it's, happiest you've ever been. Yeah. I tell it to everyone. And um, it's unfortunate that you have to push out the closest people to you, but sometimes it's necessary. Yeah. Um, because those people weren't serving me. Yes. In a way that I expected. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's, um, I have to say, Amber has been a little selfish, though, with the pregnancy. Because <laughs> she'll sit there and she's... No gender, no gender. <laughs> well, you, yep. uh, she's sitting there with her hands on her belly. And then she, all of a sudden she's get this little smile. And then another smile. And I'm like, is the, is baby... the baby kicking? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh! <laughs> She gets really like selfish with the kicks. <laughs> yeah, it's it has been very nice. Um, and I will say it is necessary, not even through pregnancy, but just through life in general, to really push those toxic people out of your space. Yeah. Um, you just become happier. There's more clarity. Yes. Um, and it, you just you feel better. It's hard, but you feel a lot better in the end. You do. You don't feel this weight. Yeah. So Unnecessary when, weight. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of clients that I talk to feel this <clears throat> overwhelming weight mm -hmm. on their shoulders. You or, almost feel suffocated. Like, yes, I was just going to breathe. <laughs> yes. They, I was going to say it comes from, you know, the stomach and up and then yeah. they have the headaches and things like that. So being able to have that clarity and, um, the resistance mm -hmm. from toxicity is so important. Yep. Well, you seem like you're in a good place, and you've been oh, yeah. laughing and smiling ever since you got here. Yes. Right up to the <laughs> she point looks where, great, too. Oh, my you. God. She looks amazing, <laughs> just glowing. Yeah. When you got out of your car, like, right away you were smiling and laughing. And, yeah. Uh, I really am happy. I, I swear. I, I mean, everyone should do it. Once you, push, <laughs> once you push those mean, toxic people out of your life, it's just you become so much happier. And there's just more room for laughter and love and light. And it just it feels good. Yeah. Um, and that's just that's where I am in my life right now. That's just the space that I allowed myself to have is, you know, happiness. Mm -hmm. I chose I chose me and my baby over all the negativity. And you know what? You're always going to now choose you. Yes. You've already taught yourself. I'm going yeah. to always Earlier choose on me. Too, which is amazing, by the way. It's yeah. so amazing. I wish if I could go back and really put those boundaries <laughs> up. Yeah. It's so funny because I have, um, I, there's a few people, you know, in my life and they always, they often say, gosh, Amber, you're so cold-hearted because I'm so quick to push those nasty people mm -hmm. out of my life. And I'm like, I'm not cold-hearted. I'm just selfish. 
I know what You're I deserve. Not selfish. That's just self care. It's self love. Self love. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's just I know what I yeah. want. I know what I deserve. I don't want to be around stress and just these chaos. You, know, yeah, the you chaos, don't have to. And that's the thing that we need to like advocate a lot more as women. Mm-hmm. Like we're at our highest manifestation point when we're vibing at a higher frequency when you're caring about yourself Mm -hmm. you're attaching yourself to happiness and that is our birthright Mm -hmm. love happiness peace harmony that is your birthright Mm -hmm. and if anything comes in the way of that it's like absolutely not it's your right to put boundaries up there's nothing wrong with that and stay empowered yes yeah yeah it seems like um your story is one of weeding out negativity and then let ending up with only positivity after that. Like, you just weed out the negative. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love for people to, or women, to actually hear this podcast and what Amber is saying. And especially with what you're saying, too. Yeah, for all Tulsa. the moms about to be moms out there. Yes, mm-hmm. to hear that and to, to live by this, to learn from it. Yeah. Like well, you to be in the right mental place when you're going through what you're going through now is super, it's huge. Like... There's probably a lot of women out there struggling in all sorts of bad situations. Oh, yeah. And one of the, the rules and principles I live by, one of my friends just posted on Facebook yesterday, was basically like, um, choose the how your mindset's going to be in advance and just know that everything will be all right, which it totally will. And so then it makes it easier to get rid of all that negative stuff, and then you're just left with that positive. And, and so, um, yeah, I mean... Mm-hmm. And the it's, thing it's is, thing. we're, I think you, t- you touched on it earlier, like we are in a society where if you don't agree specifically with my point of view, like it's the attack and you're yes. being bullied, almost bullied and forced into something that you don't believe in. And we need to lay off on that. We need to start being open and receptive to respecting everyone's decision, whether or not you want to keep your baby or have an abortion, like that needs to be respected and it's and supported and supported i think we need to normalize having different opinions yeah and being okay with not having the same opinion as someone mm-hmm. you know with especially like with my pregnancy um obviously this is something that i wanted this is something that i i love and it's um obviously something that i'm going through with <laughs> coming towards the end um and there were so many people that didn't agree with it and i was bullied and the name calling everything yeah the whole nine yards um pushing you with words to do something you don't want to do yeah at Uh, the time when you least need it either right like i don't need this right now i need all the support i can get yeah and instead you're you're telling me what i should do and how i should make my life choice about this baby that i'm gonna have yeah i think it i it you know my family, my some of the members, they would have been more respected if they said, Amber, that's crazy. I don't necessarily agree with you and your decision, but congratulations. Let me know if you need anything. Right. But instead it was like, oh, if you do this, I'm never talking to you again. And it's like... Yeah. What? That's not what I would expect. What I would expect right? is more of like a tempered approach, kind of like, like, ah, you know might be tough having a kid right now where you're mm-hmm. at in your life or at your age or whatever the case may be right. not that age is necessarily an issue here i'm just right. saying these are factors that other moms probably that, that are brought to them but i would expect like yeah you know it might be tough like are you sure you really want to do this maybe yeah just having a conversation out of out of an intent of concern like are you going to be all right like we want what's best for you mm-hmm. um 
and then but but I support you no matter what 100% like I'll be there for you I'll help in any way that I can you know buy you a ton of diapers when when you first have your baby blah blah, right. blah and just you know do do a shower or have we'll bring you food or whatever yeah. help you cook mm-hmm. whatever it may be or just have like a one night a week thing where you help somebody out like my wife does that with her friend frequently where they'll they'll either get a dinner or they'll they'll have the their her newborn daughter with her and they'll just do like go for a walk or something and like that's what I would expect more more of like hey maybe this isn't the right time or the right thing for you at this point in your life out of a position of concern instead of and and, and but, but I support her, you yeah. yes but I still support you versus you know calling you a name or you know um belittling you and, and making it seem like you're stupid for doing what you're doing or telling you not to do it like it's such a personal choice like I support people on both sides it's your mm-hmm. choice to make I believe in I believe in freedom I believe in freedom to choose whatever you want but I do right. support both sides because I see both sides of it yeah. but in your case I, w- I wouldn't expect that from people so close to you I I personally wouldn't expect that if I were in your position oh that was the hardest because it was family if it was coming from friends I'd be like oh whatever uh, but family, that was the hardest. Um, and it, it, it's funny because I did receive one response from my cousin, my older cousin. She lives in Indiana. Um, and when she found out that I was, I don't know if we should name names or anything. So, but you are fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my cousin, Sherry, um, she was the only one that had approached me with that kind of response. And when she found out that I was pregnant, she was like, oh, my gosh, are you serious? Like, are for, you gonna be okay? For real? Yeah. Are you, are you okay? And I was like, Yeah, I'm great. Like, I'm really happy. I'm I'm good. And she was like, well, This is gonna be a really tough road for you, like for anyone. And I support you. And if you need anything, please don't hesitate to call me. I love you. I care about you. Yeah. I'm happy for you, but I'm also still concerned. Like I'm worried, but I'm here for you. And I was Sounds like, like the perfect response. Yeah, I was yes. like, what a great response. And I, yes. I just respected her so much more than the others that were, like, just being bullies. If only yeah. every one of them could be like that, but right? maybe there's a reason for the trial and tribulation, you know, just that you'll be stronger because of it, I guess. And Yeah. I, I think of it as um, her siblings being upset, scared for her future, whatever have you. I get sure. that, but it still doesn't mean that they should bully her instead of support and uplift her. Right. So that way she does have that strength after the baby to say, okay, now I can move forward. I'm going to start this new career and everything's going to be amazing for me and my little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say this from being a mom who had, I was a teen mom at that Um Sure, I had my children not in the most ideal circumstances, right? Uh, But just because you're not in an ideal circumstance right now does not mean that you don't have the intellect to move forward into your careers. I've had really amazing careers, you know, um, and that becomes, your children become your driving force. You get lasered Mm -hmm. focus now on what is it that you want and you will evolve as a woman, as a mom. You will find out perhaps the career that you used to have will not be something that will fit in with your baby now and that's okay. Well, that's the thing and the the career that I had in California, like had I had this baby in California, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I don't have time for this because I was in the fashion industry where I was working from 8.30 a.m. and sometimes I'd come home at 2 a.m. Oh, shit. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, and then when there's deadlines to meet, sometimes you're there all day, all night. Like, it, you're right. just, you're never home. 
And then there's events that you have to attend. And then... Out-of-state events. Yeah, and mm-hmm. there's so much going on in that industry. And it was a lot of fun, but it's like... At that time, I would have been like, okay, I need a new career change. I need a new path. This right. isn't going to work could for still, us. But you know what? You could probably find something in the fashion industry now as a mom. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. it's you're in Chicago now. Like, you know, that that is a driving force in Chicago. Like, mompreneurs. Yes. <laughs> yes. We are dominating, guys. Yeah. Like, I, I'm big on mompreneur. Like, pivoting. You know, if something doesn't work, you pivot into something else. Yes. You don't, if fashion is your strength, keep that you're just gonna find a different route maybe it's not what you used to do in california but now you're in a new season in your life yeah yeah new journey yeah pivoting and it's so beautiful though you know yeah it's been really nice but i told my mom i was like i you know in life you either sink or swim Mm because you 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 find yourself in these situations where you are either drowning and you just have to help yourself or you're just gonna stay there right and i thrive in those situations yeah you make a choice yes i love those situations i don't put myself in those situations but i often will find myself in those sink or swim situations and i thrive in it i love it and so you know when this pregnancy had happened um my uh my siblings were like what are you thinking and um they're like you know this is impossible and i was like no it's not like it's impossible yeah it is possible and now i just have to pivot my lifestyle yeah yeah it's either you sink or swim and i i know for this little one i'm gonna do everything that i can you know moments Um, in adversity like you grow and glow through them yes if life was just stagnant the same there is no growth in that right whether it's a new child that's coming on board whether hey you get let go of your job because of your personal decisions you know like Life is all about overcoming adversity. Right. And people who are stagnant and have their their closed-minded self, like, those are people who are not growing in life. Like, you're just stuck in that grut. And until they go through certain situations, they will apologize eventually. Just know. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, I'm, I'm not... I can hold a grudge... I try not to because it's not the best thing for you. Yeah. Um, it seems like two wrongs don't make a right. Not that right. holding a grudge is a wrong thing, especially when you're in the right and it's a f- like you, out of mm-hmm. fairness. Yeah. But it's like you're already going through the, like, oh, this other person's shitty, but then you also have a negative mindset about it as well of, like, directing anger at them. It's like right. letting and go of anger is probably it's, it's, a, it's probably the best emotion to let go of it's is anger. Forgiveness is for you, not for them. Right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it hurts you to hold a grudge more than it does yeah. them sometimes if it's it, a real it deep holds grudge. you down it really it does, does. Yeah. yeah it's a low vibrational frequency and you will attract oh yeah so much shit <laughs> yeah i mean and if if those you know if those people were to come to me and um apologize obviously i'm very open to it i wouldn't you know be angry or close-minded or whatever i'd just be like okay great let's all just move on as a family then we're yeah, done we're if, done it's over it's in the past if they get to that positive destination eventually it's like yeah. that's another thing that we really need to learn now is is forgiveness um and um you know letting things go you know for this for the purpose of ourselves and peace in general um because you know we see this a lot in society now, right now like it's a lot of anger out there you know oh yeah i feel like some of the most successful women i know didn't really become successful until they started having kids actually like most of the most boss babes that i know like they have two three kids and they're just 
you know, they're they're now really getting successful, right? The kid they get a couple years yeah, in. Yeah, look like, at Tilsa. It's I'm not super successful. <laughs> <laughs> You're successful though. You are so think, passionate about are. what you do. Uh-huh. I think that is so amazing and we you empower me. Oh. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Seven kids and yes. running your own business and going through yes. you know, loss of job over not getting a fucking experimental vaccination, like denying you a religious exemption. Yeah, you like didn't this. give like, up. All that stuff going on right now and then yeah. building your businesses and just still making money like you're, you're a story is, that everybody could use as yes yeah. yeah thank you and the thing is like moments of adversity you will face through different aspects of your life mm-hmm. and i will say like my divorce really shaped me into you know like learning on pivoting learning to choose myself overall mm-hmm. when in doubt any situation that comes to me I choose myself, and it was one of the most difficult, honestly, difficult uh, decisions I had to make with that whole vaccine thing because I'm a shaman practitioner. I'm giving healing to other women, but you want me to inject my body with aborted fetuses, you know, into my body. How can I provide womb healing when I'm full of debris myself? You know what I mean? I mean, not that I want to go on that tangent, but... I had to choose myself. I had to eat shit for it because I got fired for it unjustly. And it's like, we live in a free country, but are we really so free? Right. Are we really as progressive as we state we are? Right. We're now banning banned abortions, you know? Mm-hmm. Women don't have the freedom to choose whether or not you have a baby, you know, you get criminalized. Whether you choose to have an abortion, you get criminalized. Either both, both sides of the spectrum were constantly fighting all these battles but it's really important to ground yourself Mm -hmm. and what's good what's in it for you for us for me versus everybody else's fucked up opinion fuck you yeah exactly i'm now giving like i ran i ran out of fucks to give with a lot of people (laughs) (laughs) you know if it's not in alignment with my higher self it's no longer serving a purpose that's right and if you have problems with your judgment go seek kim (laughs) (laughs) seriously having investing in yourself investing in a personal coach i mean that is the best investment to be honest that i've made in my life going to therapy learning different healing modalities invest in yourself and you will give yourself the best return on investment that's right cheers to that yeah, cheers yeah, to that. Cheers. Raise a glass. <laughs> Woo, I love it. <laughs> yes. Well said. Yeah, love it. This is a wild party. Everybody's cheers with water. <laughs> they just stare at the closed bottle line. We won't open it. <laughs> That's because we're all responsible here. Yes. You're with child. I'm over here with my supplements. Can't friggin' uh, eat for another hour or whatever. Or drink anything beside water. So... You know, we'll see what time it is when we got here. Maybe I could take a little drink or whatever for his birthday. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, as far as the, the freedom of choose, you know, like, I think one of the most important things we can do for ourselves um, as a community, as a people, as a country in America is supporting freedom of choice and basically all matters, you know what I mean? Yes. It allows people to do what they believe is right for their own lives. It allows us flow to society where we're not butting heads with each other and just so if, if we can start with that as like the number one value is like freedom of speech and freedom of choice, mm-hmm. like to say what you want, like we just talked about that earlier. It's kind of a parallel with, you know, the, the response you'd expect. 
like we're getting these negative responses from other people like you're totally free to have your own position and believe a certain way and I understand when it comes to abortion we're talking about the most serious issue you could possibly be talking about is a human life um, you know that barring you know an illness or complication would, would probably live so it's a very serious topic and I respect people's right to like to want to look out for babies but we also talked about there are some you know hypocritical things in society yes. like basically like you're a hero and we support you 100% while you're you know bearing this child and then when it's born you're a welfare queen or something like that because right. you need help so it's yeah. like you know you're like belittling somebody or they're talking down to them so it's, it's like I feel like so many of society's problems that we've had over these past few years would be would be solved if people had this this mind of more like how free are we really? As free as we decide we are, and you can choose whatever you want to do as long as it doesn't interfere with my rights. That's how I was taught about the boundaries of the law in law school. Like, your right to swing your fist ends where my face begins type of thing. Like, you can do what you want as long as you're not harming other people in the process. Mm-hmm. It should be your choice. Like, mm-hmm. we thrive. I think all thrive better. The reason that America became what it is is the freedom to, like, you want to put your time and your efforts into this goal and work to become the best at it, our society will allow you to do that without interference, um, to grow something that makes society better. That's why we live in like the best country in the world, you know. And so I believe in that that freedom to to choose the choices and to pursue what you want to, um, you know what I mean? Um, I think that's so beautifully said, um, Brian. (laughs) Yeah, then most definitely. And everything that you're saying as a whole as a society could be a whole as in a family. So everything that you're saying, incorporate that, cor- incorporate that to a family, mm-hmm. you know. For um, sure. You have to start at the family level. You have to start, start at the peer level, the family level, the, you know, your, your neighbor level, all that, and kind of build from there. Yes. Um, you know, in terms of, like, the, choosing these choices, it involves morality. And I believe that we need values and we need morality. But what I don't believe is imposing your morality on other people without... Exactly. You know what right. I mean? I believe that should be a willing thing where you don't oversize, uh, you know, override somebody's will with your own. Um, you know, and it's basically duress, right? Like, we shouldn't be forced into, you know, believing one way or another or being put into some militant camp. And we also have to be strong as a people, like... Joe Rogan always says soft times make soft people and you know hard times make hard people right so it's like we haven't been through this adversity but we're losing as a people and not thriving as people because we're divided against each other um so I believe in like you can choose whatever religion you want to practice as long as you don't force on others if they're That's if they're right. interested they've done their research they're free to decide how they want to as grown men or women or adults and so I believe in like separation of church and state too like I don't like when you know I mean, it's hard. It's even hard for me to say this because I start thinking about well, most of the things that they're preaching in religion, like when I was raised a Catholic, it's like you know the values that they teach are good. They're good values. I just believe that they shouldn't be forced on anybody. Right. But but in terms of like you know people get offended now. Like if you're saying the Pledge of Allegiance, like I knew that thing by heart when I was younger, but I did it more robotically as a child because it was like okay, I need to make sure I memorize this and it's implanted. It's not until you're older that you really or for me anyway, maybe I was like a slow grower, slow learner, is when you really internalize those words. And that was meaning, yeah. that was born in a time where people needed a unit cohesion mindset, how to work in teams. That's one of the things that I feel like we suffer from in this country, in this society, is the inability to work together anymore. Mm-hmm. And even That's when true. we do, like if you look at our current military, like they spend so much time on like electronic signatures and fucking logging into some secure thing and paperwork. like. Do you think they were doing that in Russia when they went over the fucking border? Like, they don't give a shit about that. They're focusing on, like, 
you need to be able to match energy sometimes. And I don't, you know, yeah. what I mean, the directions that we're in, I, I don't feel are good. But I don't want to go off on too long of a tangent there, other than, other than just to say the freedom of choice. I think wins the day every time in my eyes, and not imposing that stuff on other people. Speak freely in any way that you want. Yeah. Um, and for all the um, pro-life supporters, putting this out there, if you are so pro-life send me a quick pay and pay one of my bills <laughs> pick up one of my children's college tuition yeah, there you go that is pro-life i will you know that you will show me that you are so pro-life because i don't think there is i've not met another pro-life like my pro-lifer like myself who is living it <laughs> yes, you know? yes actually living it actually working sometimes seven days a week actually not sometimes most of the time i work seven days a week multiple streams of fucking income to make sure that my children do not go without. So if you are truly a fucking pro-lifer, pay one of my bills, please. Alleviate some of this because you, you're so pro on having these babies. Well, I have them, all right? Yeah. I, I was a hard-on Catholic person. I was born and raised in that environment. My significant other was so on it to the point where he was not supportive over using birth control. He would hide it, throw it away. Um, and of course, I didn't want to have any abortions. So I was so again, I still personally, I am not a pro-life. Um, I'm sorry. Personally, I will not have an abortion because obviously I have skill sets. And because of my children is what gave me that hustle mindset that I need mm -hmm. to provide. If God gave me these children, it's because there's something in me that I can do. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, the father isn't happy when I give him an extra bill for tuition. He's fighting that back. Like, oh, I didn't sign up for this. They're 18 already. Wow. And Where, he's where's a pro-lifer, pro right? Where's the pro-lifer, <laughs> Mr. Catholic? Yeah. You know, where's the pro-life? Entire family, the mom would walk around in abortion clinics outside using my children's picture for women that were walking into abortion clinics where's your where's your money for these children you know where, where's your money for these uh college tuition that needs to get paid like wow. where's all that she what she is by by all means she is she did support raise her children she did care for them uh, but there's more than just caring for children. There's a financial aspect. And if you're not financially supporting them, you know, it's easy to be at home with kids, you know. Your your passion is admirable. <laughs> but we don't want to seem like we're being too aggressive here <laughs> in the podcast today. Like, like pro-life, huh? Pay my bills, bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, I'm already paying my bills, but give me some extra. Take care of that college tuition. It's like... Just, no, it's just it's, basically it's, step up to the plate to what you believe right. in. Right. Yeah, it's just at least walk walk the walk instead of just That's exactly, exactly right. right. Not Don't, a fairness. Exactly. If, yeah. if, you, if some other fucker comes to you and they're like, I'm pro-life and look at, here's all the donations I made to these different charities. Um, because Lord knows the government has programs too, but they, the, the people who deliver the services on behalf of the government are so bloated with the high salaries that right. you barely get the benefits probably that you're that we're supposed to be directed for that so maybe right. private industry can can play a better role but if you can show me all those donations yeah to, the, to this charity single you know single mom support group and yeah. all this then are you doing it you can, are you, can you, be, you can be real hard pro life that hard single mom in your block are you helping her raise her kids are you helping take care of her children while she's out there having a job like are you helping in between come on that's what a real where's the to support me, to me that's what a pro-lifer is yeah you know what's different you know i i feel like maybe you know i always have i tend to always have like a romanticized um 
you know, vision of the past, I guess. But there was a lot less distractions in society, you know, in, in the past. Like, I feel like people, like they say it takes a community or it takes a village. Like, if, if the kids were out in the block playing or playing fucking baseball or hockey or they're mm-hmm. just running around, you know, playing tag or something or whatever, they're at the park. Like, I feel like other parents, other people's parents would just look out for them, make sure they're yes. safe. Can or sometimes if somebody else's kid was getting out of line or something, beating up on another kid, they fucking, hey, grab them, you know what I mean, or whatever. You can't be doing that shit. Discipline somebody else's kids just to make sure that law and order is kept at all times. And this bullying goes checked instead of unchecked. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that is something yes. that we had more back in the day. Now it's like a, the kind of the everybody for themselves. We're, we're in this yeah. bigger society, especially here in the city of Chicago, for those listening in small That's towns ex- or small um, cities or states or whatever. Um, it's different. But, you know, if, if you can have that direct interaction, yes. and, and it just we don't really have that as much anymore. So. No, we don't. When I grew up, and I'm, I'm older than all of you. <laughs> um, she doesn't look at that. <laughs> Kimmy Fine Wine Larson. Yes. <laughs> Um, that's exactly what we had. Our neighborhood was built on values. It was built on support. We aren't, we couldn't do anything without our parents knowing. Where are you going? What time are you coming back? Who are you going to be with? Well, it was always like, Kimmy, why are you over there? You're supposed to be over here. Why are you doing that? You're not supposed to be doing that. I'm telling your mother. I'm going to bring this up to your dad you know so it's like oh my god i can't do anything without the neighbor moms and dads always checking on us well moms are like doing it we're mompreneurs that's the thing like moms are you know we're not waiting for the men to do anything we're just out there hustling and grinding just the way you know right well and you know and and, and with higher equality that is taking place over time like women aren't just homemakers anymore or like house moms like you have the freedom of being in the workplace, and women are just taking the opportunity and taking charge and mm-hmm. fucking going yeah, to work well, hard. When I, one of our neighbors, when I was growing up, had lost a job or whatever, all the other neighbors were making meals and bringing them over, sitting on the That's porch beautiful. and talking. Yeah, we always supported each other, always. Um, hand-me-downs were, went a long way. <laughs> You know, so no, 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 don't go and buy clothes. I have this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they, we would do that for each other. Or, well, they would do that for each other to help the kids. But I was raised on those values. My dad always taught my brothers and I that we are each other's best friends. We have a secret. We tell each other because we tell our so-called best friend from school that secret's going to go out because someone always has to tell someone. Right. Um, and always to have each other's back no matter what. And I raised my kids on that. So um, I have to say, as a life coach, I'm, you know, out, you know, helping um, families and relationships and things like that. And they're like, oh, my God, you just know this so well. And it's like, I, I know I know how to help. I also have problems, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm also working through those problems. So we're not all perfect. I'm not definitely not perfect. And I definitely don't know everything. <laughs> but you don't have to be perfect. No, nobody should be striving. But for you, you cannot. So I will say this. I've uh, met a lot of coaches, personal coaches, uh, life coaches. And if a coach does not tell you openly admits that they're not perfect, run from that coach exactly <laughs> run because a coach needs a coach too yes, yes. Uh, a coach also needs a support system and if that coach is not constantly going in to get their own support for their own you well, know same with therapists yeah if therapists need therapists so run 
Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of them out there that are like, no, 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 I I live a perfect life. And yeah, if you... and I know better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a little bit of regret about, you know, my job and, you know, my, it's because of the cell phone. Like, I bring home, work home with me, um, you know, at all different times. And sometimes, you know, it's tough because I'm in a business where you got to please people and you got to do things pretty quickly in order to make people happy and things happen quickly. You know, doing real estate closings, doing real estate law, the relationship is usually two months at the most unless there's a problem with the transaction or it's very complicated or something, mm-hmm. short sale, you know, other issues like that, building code violations or something. But it's tough, you know, you have to, like, you do have to have the balance. You have to choose when to turn it off and just get back to people later. And, you know, you're obligated to do that. Your future time is already promised away. But that's kind of a digression. What I meant to say is just that I prefer in-person interaction. Uh, I love what we're doing right now. Like to me, this is this is a pleasure to do this. Um, it's a passion as well. It's a it's a project, and I I love interacting with people in person. Um, you know, like I would love to just have more time to like do a uh, barbecue with the neighbor, yes, or whatever the case is, or just you know we are going up parties, to Wisconsin. Uh, st- yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> but I mean, in terms of like, in terms, yeah, you just, I won't forget. <laughs> I'll ask and make sure it's all good. Inviting yourself to Brian's Wisconsin getaway trip. If if you guys really did do it, if you're able to get away and and go up there, it would be a nice little retreat for a few days. Um, It's, like I say, the cabin's a little rustic, but it's very nice. I'll show you pictures. um, We're sold. We don't need pictures. We're going. It's just just this little small town America thing. It's like being on the set of Dawson's Creek for like fucking, you know, but a little rougher around the end. I'm available. it's, it's, It's... it's like that, but like you know, what I mean, it's like a, it's an experience, right? Everything's beautiful and nice, but um, people drive around on uh, you know ATVs, drinking all sorts of American beers and all this shit. I'm so. But anyway, um, I would like to do that more, but I bring work home with me, and you know, sometimes you're just exhausted, or it's late, and like I'm an ambitious person, and I'm trying to get the most out of my youth. You know, we're here on my birthday, 38. There's a, a few things that I want to. I'm about to have kids, and. I'm about to, you know, I want to accomplish those goals. I, I think the, the most major things that I've wanted to accomplish in my life I want to do before 40, and two of them are, you know, are, well, three of them almost about to be. So, you know, went through law school, and then beyond that, what's after that, right? You get in, the, you get a job, you start to hustle, you, you, you get caught up in that. But I don't want, like, for my own personal desire, I don't want my legacy to be just, about oh, he was a good real estate lawyer and he fucking died or whatever. Like, I want to do shit yeah. like this. Want to grow it as much as I can. Plant these seeds. Just continue to water them and plant mm-hmm. them over time and watch them grow. And um, you know, there's a lot of other things I want to do. But um, like I said, I do prefer the in-person interaction. And just with today's world, I get it. Like, it, not only the, just the sheer number of people here, but also the fucking the way life is complicated. It's easier in a lot of ways. We have great medical care. We have incredible technology that that helps us span distance within seconds because it's instantaneous. You're hearing somebody's voice on the other end of the phone, but Unfortunately, it seems to go to this logical extreme where it's all the time. Like, just because we have instant communication doesn't mean that we will have instant responses. We're human. You can't be picking up the phone yeah. every time. It could be anything from you're taking a shit to fucking, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> Jeez. You can't pick up the phone. <laughs> I don't, don't want to put my assistants on blast. But they're like, he's like, the guy called like five times. He's like, I could be taking the shit right now. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. They're very ladylike. But that was, I'm not going to name who, who 
which one of them was and it doesn't matter because I'm not trying to put on my blast but it's like, I could be taking shit right now. you know what I mean like, you, it's like when people expect it so there's, there's other but seriously that help that's hinder us from being the best we can be and I think that's a huge thing like if the longest my kid can go without having a cell phone or at least a smartphone mm-hmm. the better like this is like I say I said this before this is like one of the most powerful drugs we have that doesn't have a warning label on it and people use it as an opiate for their fucking children at restaurants and shit all over America you see it like they kid starts talking to one of them no, no, come here Put and you know what? And they just drool on the table while they're looking at the phone yeah. the whole rest of the time watching fucking Toy Story. Again and or and what's coming off of these phones? Radiation. I, I was about to say that. Yeah. I don't want to think about how bad it might be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, Kimmy, because I'm worried. Am I going to have a cell phone growing out of the side of my head? Probably. Like, in the cartoons, yeah. like on Family Guy or something? Okay, like, I have oh, to. Yes. Yeah, so like, this is great. I'm, I like I'm toy. Toy <laughs> <laughs> Okay, everyone's got some. I, oh, yeah. Uh, we don't need a whole lot of it. I, I just, know. God, it's so refreshing. It's like it's like spearmint gum in the air. Not spearmint, <laughs> but like a big red, the cinnamon so It's just so goddamn refreshing. I just wish the listeners could smell this through, I through know. The, the headphones. You look it's so good. <laughs> yeah, right? Speakers. And so what I was saying um, was that there's, like I said, some of the most successful women, some of the most successful mothers, like it seemed to me that they got super successful and really achieved a new level of success once they had a child. And I was saying there's probably multiple factors that um, contribute to that, and it might be more of one than the other for some people. But you become better at juggling. Um, you bring more balance to your life, and you're more, more motivated and goal-oriented like about your goals with your children, with your life and your career. And um, you've weeded out the... The, the negativity in your life so you could just focus on those positive things. Is there any thoughts you guys have on that? As, no, as I think that it that was very... Any other factors? That are, you like, nailed it. Yeah. And the factor is like uh, focusing on self-care, self-healing, um, and I feel like that becomes your, your grounding point to start building up. Sometimes you have to hit rock bottom and relationships um any ships you know partnerships once you hit that rock bottom you already hit rock bottom the only way up is obviously the only way is going up from there and kind of navigating through that and self-care and knowing that there's more out of life Mm -hmm. than your current situation that's right having that faith in yourself having the faith that the universe is here to support every decision you make and let me tell you if you if you if you leave your situation and all of a sudden everything starts opening up, that was your biggest blockage. And sometimes it's getting through that blockage in order to open up for abundance. You cannot open up for abundance or manifestation when you're operating in a shitty environment That's with right. shitty people. You just can't. Yeah. That's right. I I definitely have to do a shout out to my daughter because yes. I think that she's an inspiration. She's strong. Um, absolutely amazing. Um, she stands on her feet and she says what she wants to say. And I also have to give a shout out um, to Amber about her book. She's writing a book. So I'm going to hold her accountable through this podcast that, <laughs> that this book will be completed soon. She's trying to do the final ending to her book and um, she'll have that out there. Um, that 
could be the next podcast that she comes down to. Yes, it could be. Yeah. Hashtag mompreneur already. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I just wanted to, you know, ask a couple of things that um, maybe will leave the people um, who had a negative response to your choice to, you know, become a mom. Um, you know, do you want to let them know how they made you feel at the time? I mean, I think it was, it was pretty clear, um, you know, how I felt. I think, like I said, if this was coming, if all the negativity was coming through, um, friends or friends of friends, it, it would have been just okay. It would have been like, whatever, that's just your opinion. I don't care. Um, but I think because it was coming from family and, you know, my siblings, uh, really, um, it, 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 it hurt more. Yeah. It didn't, it doesn't mean as much when it's an acquaintance or a No. Um, because I'm not really one to worry about outsiders' opinions about me. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I, I definitely made it clear about how I felt. And I, I, I think what was really frustrating was uh, my dad or other relatives saying, Amber, you need to reach out. Amber, you need to do this. Amber, you have to do this. Amber, you have to apologize. Amber, you have to do this and say this and do this and reach out. And You never have to apologize for your decisions. Yeah, you and I, I always tell everyone, like, this situation is out of my hands. I cannot control what my sisters say to me, what my sisters do to me, what my brother says to me, what my brother does to me. Like, I can't control that. That's out of my hands. And I have tried to reach out, you know, so many times, and I've said all that I could say, <laughs> you know. And at that point, it's just when you say your piece, what more can you give? Right. You know, at this point, it's just the ball is in, you know, their court. And whether they come around or not, it's it's, it's, it's on up them. to them. Yeah, so there's there's not much that I can do. I, I can't sit here and beg, like, please come back. You know. Your initial mindset was hurt because it was it was somebody very close to you, his yeah. family, and it wouldn't have meant as much if it was a stranger. No. That was your mindset at that time, but it sounds like you had this cathartic experience of like letting them know how you feel and getting out and leaving that where it was. Yeah. That was your mindset then. What is it right now, today? How do you feel today about the situation? Are you you have more positive in peace? Like, what do you? I how think. Are you feeling now? Um, I well, I'm definitely I'm more at peace right now because I was able to release those feelings and get all of that off of my chest. Um, I was able to express how I felt. I was able to reach out several times, saying, you know, I I know we don't agree and we don't meet eye to eye, but you know, it doesn't have to be this way. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm happy. Like I said, I'm happier. I am more at peace. Um, I have accepted the situation and I've moved on from it. Um, and and I'm you don't just, sound like you're holding anything against no, anybody. No, either. I don't hold any grudges. I definitely, um, I'm not mad. Uh, disappointed. I, disappointed is the the biggest word that I can use, but I'm definitely not mad. Um, shocked, but 
that's about it. But I, like I said, I've accepted it and I've just moved on from it. Um, You're open to repairing the relationships in the future? Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, right now it's just like a, a waiting game. And I think I said before, like, my doctors always say, babies have a weird way of bringing people together. And I'm like, hmm. I'm Hopefully hopeful. So. Yeah, if I mean, if a baby can't do that, like, what else can a baby do? You know? <laughs> Seriously, like, that's yeah. the time when you should yeah. be coming together the most. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah. This is the first three months was very, very rough, and then I realized, okay, I'm just putting so much pressure on myself and so much pressure on the baby that this is not going to go great. So I just decided to say one last thing to you know my family and then at that point I was like now I'm just gonna now I'm just gonna enjoy this experience yeah and I'm just gonna and how are you feeling I'm, physically are you good oh I'm really good yeah, yeah. um it's I mean I, I I love all the kicks and nudges and the turns and the you know it, it's this whole experience has been so beautiful and it's still so mind-blowing that women can actually grow a human like it's so <laughs> weird it, it's so crazy to me and but i i'm having the best time and i i absolutely love it um i i will be a single mom so i do feel you know some i, I feel like sometimes my family judged me on that a little bit like oh god she's gonna be a single mom um but that didn't bother me really um that was not really a worry in my you know you're a badass thought. mom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, yeah. I, my, my, mom. <laughs> yeah. My whole, like, mindset is it's going to be me and my little for the rest of my life. And I'm okay with that. And I'm so excited. And I'm so happy. And blessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just, I'm really, really excited. I'm not nervous. I'm not scared. At this point, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I cannot wait to meet this baby. Like, I just can't wait. <laughs> I'm hearing the end. And, like, time is, like, you know. It's slow, but fast. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you're going to have a place to put your positive energy, so... Yeah, it's um, been great. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm glad to hear because I know that sometimes women, some women actually feel uncomfortable during pre- uh, pre- pregnancy, or sometimes um, some women are like, this is the best I've ever felt. Like, I'm, I'm happy, yeah. you know, emotionally happy at that time because, you know, I'm sure you experience a range of emotions, but... Some women are like, oh, I loved when I, when I was pregnant. I felt great, like, yeah. mentally and kind of physically. It felt good, like, everything you just described. So I'm. it seems like you're blessed in just the sense of, like, you've made the decision to embrace this experience, and now you're reaping all the benefits. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's not not even the decision you made, but it's you already feel positive about it, and mm-hmm. then making that decision, too, that's a double reinforcement. Because you, it's probably, like, if you're going to be pregnant – You'd rather have it be a happy time where yes. you're feeling oh, yeah. happy, you're not depressed. Because I know some women go through that, they'll have depression, yeah. or they'll have postpartum depression, or things like that. I mean, you can but manifest a lot of health issues. You could be chronically anemic, need blood transfusions, which I had. You could have a preclamp. Don't scare her. She was just telling you. I'm just saying <laughs> the reasons why yeah, she should husband, stay. Man, let's take those one at a time. No. <laughs> Staying positive is a good thing because you're manifesting a, a good, healthy. You know, yes. outcome, um, outcome, mm-hmm. and you don't want to yes. be stressed because if you do high blood pressure, you you don't want a pregnancy where you're going to be high, highly stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. Over health issues. So, yeah, you know, and yeah. And we've said it so many times at the table already. It's 
it's so important not even just through pregnancy but just in life in general just to weed out Mm -hmm. the toxic people that are no longer serving you that have no purpose Mm -hmm. that are just holding you down and that's that's exactly what I did and I just like I said I'm in a better place mentally physically emotionally um I just I feel really really good yeah I hope that um you know the thoughts that you and everybody here share today help some um young um about to be moms um just try to see what a good place you can be in and kind of learn from some of the things you said and be positive like you are so that things go as well as they can for them and blessings come to them and uh i want to thank you for joining us thanks for because having me yeah. <laughs> it was an impromptu <laughs> yeah. it really was i tried to see if i could get you to join us last time um, but you just were kind of chewing over there but i do like to see people come out of their shells because this is just a conversation you're sitting around you know the table with people you care about and it's it's easy just to let go and have fun and just let it all flow yeah. out and i'm glad you did because you're a beautiful person <laughs> and I, you. i'm sure you're gonna have a beautiful child and i'm glad that you were willing to come out of your shell and share it with us yeah this is exciting thank you (laughs) anything anybody else want to add before we wrap it up good yeah beautiful light note there just like the scent of the uh kukui spray (laughs) (laughs) we better spray that on right when we wrap up so i want a dozen bottles man (laughs) talk to tilsa that's gonna be her marketing talk to tilsa yes I think what's so awesome is that there are crystals in this bottle. Yeah. And I think yeah. that is even amazing. So. She ain't skipping on the crystals, all right? No. You know no. what I mean? Like, just because of the friggin' inflation and all that, you're still getting some bomb-ass kakui spray. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like when you go to the bar now, they give you a sliver of a lime. You're like, what the fuck kind of thing is this? This is a decoration. You ain't going to do shit for the flavor of the drink, goddammit. I'll pay for the whole lime. There's no meat for a dollar at a fucking shop and save a couple weeks back. <laughs> anyway, um, I've been able to get along with people from all different walks of life and ages and places because I started from a position of kindness and respect and um, the desire to make a connection with my fellow people and to coexist with them um, in peace and in as good a way as I can. And if I'm nice to them and they're not nice back, then you know you got an asshole on your hands and you can act accordingly too. (laughs) My point is kindness is contagious. I believe kindness is a currency. And mm-hmm. it's 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 really affordable. And I know inflation side, but kindness currency is so affordable. It's free. You can yeah. be kind yes, to people. Yes, I love people that. People who need it, you need it. You need to be kind for yourself, for your own positivity. You need to be kind to other people. And if it's just, if it's petty, forget about it and get it out and remove yourself from a negative environment. But acknowledge people. Say hello to them when you pass by in the street. Like I started saying good morning to people or you know whatever when I walk by, and they get they're surprised almost that you said it, but they respond back. Mm-hmm. And and it's like. I feel like we need that in our society in the past, present, future. So, you know, good people make each other good. So be good to yourself, be good to your family, your friends, and your community. Thank you so much for for being here, guys, and spending my birthday with me. Yes. Um, This is is the Blessed Life University. I'm blessed to have such good people around me and talk about things openly like we're on a university campus. (laughs) Go Blue. Blessed Life University podcast. (laughs) Tune in next time. We love you guys. Peace out. Peace. (laughs) <laughs> Yay, it was an amazing podcast. <laughs>